Good morning, Illini, and welcome back to another Healthy Illini. I am Matt Schrock, your host as always, and it happens every semester, but it always seems to feel so fast. Uh, finals are right around the corner. We've already gotten through spring break. We're hitting into the spring season and hopefully warmer weather. Um, but as finals come, we at Healthy Illini want to give you some tips and ideas on how to navigate that sprint that is uh, prep for finals. And so uh, let's start talking about it. I'm joined today by three of our graduate assistants that work with various programs here at McKinley, and I want to welcome them back. Uh, two of them have been here before, and we have a newcomer as well. Uh, we'll start with uh, Morgan. Morgan was here uh, the last time we did a finals podcast uh, back in the fall. Morgan Savage is a stress management peer grad assistant. She has a bachelor's in exercise science and is working towards a master's in health administration. Morgan, thanks for being here. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined again by Cheryl Ma. She was here with uh, one of our fitness podcasts not too long ago. Uh, she's a fitness education grad assistant. Uh, she has a bachelor's in athletic and exercise therapy and is seeking her master's in health administration. Cheryl, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, Matt. And I'm excited to have a newcomer with us as well. Uh, Elizabeth Gutierrez is uh, a nutrition pre-professional grad assistant. She's a bachelor's in food science and human nutrition with a concentration in dietetics. And she's getting her master's in nutritional sciences. Elizabeth, thanks for being here. Hi, I'm happy to be here. All right, guys. Uh, now, as we talk about this, we're going we're to be talking about preparing for finals, um, and there'll be some, some common themes um, and common threads, but you're each going to approach it from different angles, from different areas. Um, and so that's kind of how I want to direct the discussion to keep that central idea, but see how it, it, it incorporates everything that you have. Um, and you each gave me some prep ideas independently. Uh, there's some things that, that are, are unique to each of your focuses, but the, com the most common thread, the most uh, common idea was having a plan. That was the, the, you all stressed it a lot that having a plan is most important, whether we're talking about nutrition, stress management, or exercise, having that plan is key. So let's, let's start there. How does that factor into each of your areas, having that plan? I can start. Um, I think when it comes to managing stress, especially during final season, uh, many students find it helpful to create and stick with a plan that helps them um, with time management and staying organized, which ultimately just helps with uh, avoiding procrastination. So um, it's important to keep in mind, too, that, you know, what may work for you may not work for others. And that's OK. You can create a plan that is unique for what fits your needs. Um, a few popular methods uh, that a lot of students find helpful include uh, keeping track of an assignments in a planner, uh, setting time boundaries for yourself while you're at the library or, or in your home studying and working on assignments. Also, just like mixing up tasks uh, while you're doing homework or studying to help like break up the monotony of, of your studying and, and homework. Yeah, so a really popular thing that we use in fitness that coincides with um, like nutrition and stress management um, are something called SMART goals. Um, so that's a really popular fitness tool that we use with um, setting certain plans um, or goals when it comes to exercise. Um, so that basically stands for um, specific. So choosing either like a specific exercise um, that you want to attain. Um, M, measurable. So making sure that the goal that you have, you can actually measure how you are doing. Um, a is attainable, so big thing you want to do is not set something that is unrealistic, and that takes us to R, which is realistic or relevant, and then T is timely, so giving yourself a deadline on when you can complete that goal. 
I think in the same respect with planning, um, it's taking a look at your schedule and what it's going to look like for the week. So if you have um, certain classes or time that you scheduled to do certain papers or study sessions, figuring out when you can eat is going to be key. So making sure that you're getting consistent meals throughout the day, not only to just fuel your day entirely, but um, it's very important to keep your your brain going throughout the day. So um, making a time to set aside time for eating in addition to if you need to make time for grocery shopping or um, if you know it's going to be a busy day and you're not going to have time to eat lunch, packing snacks beforehand. And it's interesting because you each spoke on it from different aspects, but I could have switched you around and had you share each other's things and still would have fit. Um, you know, you can have smart goals with with nutrition. You can have uh, making sure you have time to eat with time management. You know, uh, all these things uh, they tie together, and it's really important that in time management. We could probably spend the entire time on just that because it's really important. Because when we do get to finals, te- students tend to think, and we've all been there. Um, I'm just going to study, and everything else falls by the wayside. But life doesn't stop. Just because you're studying for finals, you still need to eat, you still need to rest, you still need to exercise, you still need to you know shop for things. Um, and so having that plan is, is really important and it, it really helps your overall well-being, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, these all tie together. And just because in this period you're focusing on studies, which are really good, and focusing on this class on classes and the, the material you've learned all semester, it, you gotta make sure that that you balance it out with everything else. The other thing is, and this is um, something I want to be careful of, is that we're talking about finals prep, but that doesn't necessarily mean finals week. That, you know, if you're hearing this now, start making a plan now. Um, Start doing the exercise now. Start eating healthy now. Because if you try and jump into that with the other stress of studying during finals week, it's going to be really hard. we, we all know that for whether it's it's a, an eating plan, stress management during the semester, an exercise plan, that when you first start it, it's not always, it, it's tough because it's different and you're trying to figure it out. But once you get into it a little bit, you know, done it for a couple days, couple weeks, whatever, it becomes routine. And then it's a whole lot easier to do that when you're in the finals week, when you're in that sprint, as opposed to trying to cram something else new that you're figuring out when you're still, when you're stressed about your classes and things like that. Yeah, a really common quote that I like to use um, is walk before you run. Um, So in regards to exercise, don't expect to be able to do a 10-kilometer race without any training. Um, When it comes to finals, don't expect to do, you know, two exams in a week with with no studying in regards to time management. Um, Don't expect that you're going to be great at not procrastinating and having a schedule. And then same thing with nutrition. Don't expect that just because you want to meal prep, you'll know what nutrients you need, how long it'll take you to meal prep and such. And I think it's important too to, to keep in mind that it's okay to adjust and figure out what things work best for you. And that might, you might not figure it out the first time, but it's okay to kind of experiment with, you know, if I study for two hours a day, maybe that's a little bit too much at a time. And maybe you are somebody that likes to break it up um, into smaller increments of time and, and same thing with your nutrition and fitness goals. But um, it's all about what works best for you and, and finding what works with your routine. And so just know that you don't have to get it right the first time. It's a process to find what works best for you. Yeah, I've heard a lot of students that just walking around campus and they're like, oh, man, I haven't had time to eat today. And then it affects their studying. And then maybe they plan to study for six hours or do like a six-hour paper or 
and because they didn't eat, they end up falling flat. So. Yeah, and we'll come back to that. Actually, I want to do want to come back to that and talk about how the tips you guys give um, directly correlate with studying. Because what you're talking about, you're not. No one here is, is actually talking about studying, um, about the process of you know going through your notes, of organizing your, your classes, whatever. You're talking about things that affect that, and so we'll, we'll come back to that as well. Um, but uh, before we get there, <clears throat> before we get there, um, often when we, when when we think about college and we think about studying, everybody has this idea that pops in their head, and usually it's the library. Um, you know, when you study, you go to the library. If you're going to study, you're in class, you're in the library. Um, and that, that, that's true, but that's not always true. Um, there are other places that you, you study, whether it be an apartment, a house, a dorm, or other places on campus that you study. Um, so when, when, you're, when you're planning those things, or if you're at home trying to figure out how to, to prepare for your finals, um, what are some key ideas to incorporate or uh, specific tips on things you can that students can do that will help them when they're studying at home or m- maybe somewhere other than the library? Yeah, I'm really glad you pointed this out, Matt, because while the library is a stereotypical location that we often think of, it's, it's really more important of finding a space where you feel comfortable and relaxed yet productive. Um, and so while your home can be a really great place for that, um, it may also come with some distractions that we may not realize. So the temptation of a TV nearby or your cell phone, um, your roommate, whatever it may be for you. And so I think that when incorporating your study plan into whatever location you're in, if it's in your home, um, just being strategic about guarding against those distractions that may may veer us off course of our study plan. So. Uh, whether you want to put your phone in a different room or set it on airplane mode, if you want to uh, do like noise canceling headphones or what other what other unique ways, yeah, you know, you can mitigate against those distractions. Um, I think it's important to consider when when creating your study plan in a location that's outside of like a stereotypical location such as a library. Um, and I think too, this brings up the point of taking breaks and allowing our minds to to rest <laughs> while we're taking breaks um, because instead of cramming it all into like one block of time, um, it really can help us in the long run to sustain our studying um, if we are able to give ourselves time to relax and and take the breaks that we need um, while studying. While stress management is very easily tied to studying, the other two, nutrition and fitness, often get cast aside. So uh, for, for, for you both, when students are at home, what are some tips, maybe some specific exercises or specific foods that, that help or would help support uh, good study habits and, and keep somebody healthy so that they can do the best possible on their finals? Yeah, so when it comes to things like fitness and exercise, when we were just talking about like location, um, oftentimes when people think of fitness, they think of going to the gym. A really common misconception is that you don't have to get your exercise in by going to the gym um, or certain forms of exercise have to be, you know, weight training or yoga or indoor cycling, um, especially when you allot so much time to studying. And that's such an important factor when it comes to finals, even giving yourself like 30 minutes a day to just get outside, go for a walk. Um, if you're still in classes, walk in between classes um, instead of drive, anything like that, um, I would say. For me, I think it's about creating balanced meals. And so what does balanced even mean? It means getting a protein source, having carbohydrates. I know that's the first to go if you have any 
weight loss goals, but I promise you that carbohydrates are so important when it comes to fueling you throughout your day. Um, it's actually your body's preferred source of energy. And then making sure to get those, of course, nutrient-dense additions like fruits and vegetables. So trying to build a colorful plate. Colorful plate, I was going to mention that. I've heard that from you. I've heard that from other uh, people, the nutritionists we have here at McKinley. Uh, just real brief, maybe uh, you know, a 30-second elevator pitch. What does it mean? What do you mean by uh, colorful plate? So, I mean, very generally speaking, that's going to be just trying to incorporate multiple different food groups that have different colors. When I talk about nutrition with other people, I try to suggest incorporating at least a couple vegetables. But if you're, if you're starting from the beginning of your vegetable or fruit journey, just adding one. Um, and I think it's trying to incorporate multiple colors throughout the day, throughout the week, and trying to um, just have multiple varieties of those things because each of those colors are giving you different vitamins and minerals. So that's kind of the point. Like Skittles, but better than Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna eat Skittles for dinner. Um, that was my colorful plate. Uh, no, but and uh, I do want to pause for a second and, and plug that you can find tips, you can find uh, suggestions, you can find uh, help, you can find advice on a lot of the social media. You know, all your groups, you're all part of groups that have social media. Um, I know you the you can find nutrition on Instagram. I know the stress management's on Instagram. I know there's workout Wednesdays um, that Cheryl does uh, that you can find in various places. Um, so you know, like if you're trying to exercise at home. You know, not a gym. The exercises you do on Workout Wednesdays are ones that you generally can do at home, and so that's a good uh, a good resource. We have all those links in our description of the episode. So if you have any questions about that, if you're curious about that, want to check it out, um, go find those links and see what they've got. There's a, there's a, just a ton of good information there, as well as the McKinley app. Um, hopefully, you have that. You can find a lot of that information there as well. We've talked about a lot of specific tips, um, and again, these ideas are, are not just what we do with our lives, but it does help specifically with studying. Even when we think about studying, we, we think about books, we think about notes, that kind of thing. Um, but everything, everything you're talking about, nutrition, stress management, uh, fitness, they all really actually do directly impact studying. Um, why are these things so important when we're talking about trying to sit down and focus on a class and prepare for an exam? I think a lot of times students often have the mindset that they can't be stressed or they can't worry because they don't have the extra time or energy to worry about that. Um, and that's something that we hear oftentimes in the stress management program is students say, well, how can I avoid my stress? And that's really not the goal because as students, we all have responsibilities that we care about a lot. And so naturally, we're going to have stress. It's just a natural part of our lives that is healthy and something that is better to think about in terms of, of learning to manage and live with in our day-to-day in our -day activities instead of trying to avoid um, so that's our, our biggest message that we uh, talk about in the stress management program is that it's not so much about avoiding stress, it's about maintaining and managing it. Um, and so I think putting an effective time management and stress relieving a plan into place for ourselves is really essential um, and can really help us greatly in the long run. Because as we know, stress uh, and being at time as our students is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so taking care of your stress uh, throughout your time as a student and especially in final season can help us in our productivity in the long run and just overall help us feel better as students and individuals in our, in our everyday lives. Well, it does. It, it snowballs. You know, if you're stressed, 
you're you're not studying as well so then you're, you're more stressed because you're not studying well which helps you not study well but then you're not resting because you're not t you can't sleep at night because you're stressed out and then you're tired the next day it's, it just it, it it's a it's a circular um problem and it just builds on itself it was the same way with um with nutrition that if you're not eating well you can't study well then you're stressed and you're probably not eating well or you're you're, you're stress eating which is you know the other end of it um, yeah. things like that it and continues to build upon itself so if you're not planning time to even sleep or study or you know eat a meal then you're probably going to be super tired after putting in you know going to classes putting some time aside to do homework, do that paper, and then you come home and because you didn't eat, because you didn't sleep enough the night before, and you're so stressed about waking up at 8 a.m. the next day or, or your tests the next day, you just keep studying. It just the next day is going to be an, an even more uh, poor performance day in my opinion, but it's all about making that plan like we talked about earlier. And then one important key that we haven't mentioned but you talked about before uh, in the prep is that nutrition also involves hydration? Yes, yeah. Um, I think in addition to um, eating balanced meals and getting multiple food groups, it's also about hydrating yourself. So, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever felt dehydrated, you can't focus, you're you're dizzy, you're, you know, fatigued, but honestly drinking water throughout the day, making sure that you're getting enough um, is going to be key to just your cognitive um function, which I won't get into like the science stuff behind that, but uh, it's super important um, just to stay hydrated throughout the day. So whether that's going to be choosing um, just plain water or adding like those flavor enhancers to your water, adding fruit to your water, um, all of those are great options to get more water throughout <laughs> your day. So um, definitely recommend choosing, um, bringing a water bottle with you throughout the day and making sure to fill that up throughout the day. Um, and then setting timers, if that's something, if you struggle to drink water. I remember my dad, I did not drink enough water as a kid. He made us do the water challenge, um, which was simply to drink five bottles of water a day. So if you need to set a timer, set a timer um, and remind yourself to get that water in. Uh, Cheryl, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the question is, if I'm already tired, if I'm already uh, feeling a little bit of stress from from studying and I'm a little bit worn out, isn't exercising going to make me more tired? Um, what's what's the benefit here of getting up and moving if I'm already feeling a little bit weary? How how does it, it seems almost counterintuitive? How does this help me perform better? Well, there's so many other you know benefits of exercise than just what people commonly think of, like cardiovascular fitness or strength training, like trying to gain muscle or lose weight. Um, when it comes to aerobic exercises specifically, so like getting your heart rate up, so that would be things like going for a walk, going for a hike, um, anything like that. Um, aerobic exercise has been really closely linked to better cognitive performance, um, and in this case as well, because we've been talking about stress, um, it's really closely correlated with um, decreased stress um, and increased mood. Um, so. Even just getting outside for 30 minutes and just going for a walk, um, if you're using that as a study break, um, yeah, exercise is definitely more than just your stereotypical um, trying to lose weight or gain muscle. 
Yeah, that's definitely something I feel way better about once I, like, set aside time to go work out. Um, I know I'll always say, like, no, 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 like, get the next project done. And I'm the nutrition person, so I know how important exercise is, but it still will fall on my wayside. And then I go, and then I, I come back, and I'm way more productive. I'm way less stressed, and I just feel better about the productivity of my day, even if I only took 30 minutes to go to the gym. If you're listening, we talk about this all the time, that everyone's on their own personal journey, that everyone's journey is unique. There are commonalities that go across the board, like nutrition, like exercise, um, like stress management, but how that actually functions and how that actually looks is different for everybody. Um, we could all sit here and share you know, what our nutrition uh, plans are, what they look like, how we exercise, how we deal with stress, and the four of us in the room here would be totally different. Um, so if, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to do these things, but I don't know where to start, reach out, um, use those resources to contact us at Healthly Illini, um, or if you, t- or talk to friends, but if yours looks a little bit different than somebody else's, that's okay. Um, you know, there, there's, there's all the, there's a, a wide variety and a huge spectrum of things that you can do in all these categories. Um, find what works best for you. And this is why we say start early, um, find that plan so that you're not trying to figure it out, uh, during the week of finals when you're already stressed about everything else. Uh, guys, uh, that was fantastic, but unfortunately we're out of time. Um, I really appreciate uh, you all here, uh, Morgan, Cheryl, Elizabeth. Thank you for being here, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Matt. Thank you. Finals can be an extremely stressful time. Uh, it's a very important time. We focus a lot on studies, um, but that doesn't mean other things go away. doesn't mean that other things should fall by the wayside. And really, studying is not just sitting down with a book, but it involves your, your fitness, it involves your nutrition, it involves your tools that you use to manage your stress, and uh, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to try and navigate that alone. The campus is here to help. We are here to help at Healthy Illini. And you've heard a lot of good resources today. Reach out to them. Look on Instagram. Find all these groups on Instagram. Um, I I know that there's other places, YouTube, TikTok, um, websites, things like that, that you can find information as well. Contact them. Let us walk beside you. Let us walk alongside and help you on your, your journey as you prepare for finals and be the best that you can be. Thank you for joining us today. You are on a personal journey no matter where you are in it. You are important and you matter. Your health and wellness are important and matter. And we are here to keep you well to excel. So go have a great week, Illini. Let us know how you're doing. And we'll catch you next time on Healthy Illini.